friends are like old memories. They always remind you of your past. And we are reminding ourselves of the past episodes from this week of Good Company for the best of Good Company with me, Holly Taylor. I'm Holly Taylor. I shared my stories. It's time for you to share yours. 905-338-1250. You can text in. You can also call. We don't always talk about that, but I would love to hear from you. So would Producer Mike. Producer Mike, I'm going to put you on the spot. All right. Because I like to do that. Yep. Uh, What is your favorite summer memory as a kid? It all revolves around Canada Day and July 4th uh, as well. So when I was younger, we used to go to this uh, resort up in cottage country for mm-hmm. a week, and it was always over July 1st and uh, July 4th, and we'd put on a big fireworks show, usually like July 2nd or 3rd. Okay. Right, sort of in between. Yeah. Um, and there was an American family that did it with us, so they always brought the cool fireworks Because the they States. could, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and then <laughs> a few Canadian families as well, uh, and it was all family friends, and we'd just put on this fireworks show for uh, other people at the resort. Just something that always sticks out in my mind. It was a lot of fun. Uh, no kidding. Except you're fa- for the, the one time I burnt myself on a sparkler. Oh. Yeah. But, you know. That's that's not the major memory. The fireworks we look at. <laughs> no kidding. The Canadians with their Roman candles. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Americans with those massive, like, the fill up the sky kind of fireworks. Yeah, it looks like a NASCAR race just wrapped up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. I love it. Okay, text in your stories, 905-338-1250 with some of your favorite summer memories. I got a text message here from Amy. She said... Summers at the Cottage. Loved it. I would love to do this uh, when I start my own family. Find a cottage, and each and every summer, that's where we are. Yes, the cottage. It's calm. You wake up to the sounds of the birds chirping and just the smell of the fresh air. I can imagine that would have been a good time. See, we didn't have a cottage growing up. We went camping. Mm Mm-hmm. This is why the library was my favorite part of the summer. I'm Holly Taylor. We're talking about intelligence as it relates to our children and video games and social media. And apparently TV and social media really have no negative effect on children. And I believe this is specifically with their intelligence because Rhonda texted in at 905-338-1250. She says, maybe no negative effects about intelligence, but we definitely know that when kids watch too much TV or are on social media at too young of an age, there are other social issues that do emerge. And absolutely, they talk about the mental health side of social media. They talk about um, just our children comparing just inadvertently. Just, oh, that person has what kind of toy? Why don't I have that toy? I mean, it's the uh, Sears catalog of the 80s on steroids. Like, there's anything you could ever want at the click of a literal button. So, yeah, it can cause some discontent in some. So, we do have to be careful. But if you were concerned about their intelligence level, the social media will not be something that decreases their capacity to retain information. In fact, the video games... According to Max, has said that his kids do STEM video games, and he has seen them excel recently in math. It's helped them learn in a fun way, and it's applicable to their school curriculum. So yeah, we can definitely use video games and all sorts of resources to make learning fun, because as we've learned in the past 10 years, everyone is different. We all have different learning styles. I know this is something that we knew well before then, too, but it just seems like within the school, they now have different resources 
is accessible to different ways of learning. Maybe you're more tactile. Maybe you are more into just reading the books, and you can have the knowledge stick in your noggin. I was never that wasn't me. I was like, where's the play table? Ooh, kinetic sand. <laughs> If I was a little kid again, man, kindergarten. Now, compared to when we were little, yes, please. Although, my daughter didn't take naps, and I got to take naps in kindergarten, so, you know, maybe the 80s weren't so bad. Holly Taylor here. We're talking about how you greet people. Are you a hugger? You all about the handshake, a good sturdy handshake? Locking eyes, <laughs> making sure you got something serious going on. I don't know. I always think of handshakes as so corporate. Um, high fives, fist bumps. I'm trying to think of what my kids do. And honestly, I'm pretty sure they just hug everybody, especially the youngest. Unfortunately, uh, sometimes her friends don't want the hugs, but <laughs> she's just all about the hugs. Someone who I think might not be about the hugs, Mr. Producer Mike. <laughs> you, don't, <laughs> you don't seem like the hugging type. How'd you know? Uh, you know, when you like run away when people walk into the room. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that cowering and fear in the corner. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. No, I'm more of a handshaker, Okay. Sure. Okay. But I've noticed... That's uh, been difficult over the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. Some people, you stick out the hand and, and you know, or <laughs> usually you'd find out the person's comfort level when you shook their hand and is it a firm handshake yeah. or is it a, a, yeah. like a limp <laughs> I know. oven mitt, you know? <laughs> but uh, now there's that extra little bit of hesitation when you reach your hand out to somebody to shake their hand. Yeah. Cause sort of like, are we, are we doing this? This is a level of commitment. Like we're blood brothers now. If we're, <laughs> we shake hands, you know? <laughs> we may have just exchanged germs yeah. from one hand to the next. Oh my goodness. We exchange numbers too. Yeah. Right. Packs of Purell afterward. All right. Sorry about that. You know, I just got to keep my hands clean. Yeah, share the Purell after the handshake. <laughs> Takes a little something away from that moment, hey? Now we need to sanitize. Yeah, that... Um... <laughs> it's funny because I feel like that's true. That has been our past two years. Got a text message here from Tara. She says, I'm all about the hugs. The pandemic was so hard for me. Now I just hug everybody. Uh, so there you go, Tara. You hug away. If you and I meet, you can give me a big old hug. I'm, I'm for that. Pre-pandemic, I wouldn't have been. But I think not being able to really showed me the importance of physical touch and hugging and handshakes and just being able to interact as naturally as possible. So Tara's all for the hugs. How about you? Handshake, high five, fist bump? <laughs> Text in. Let us know. You can catch us across the airwaves of Joy Radio in the greater Toronto area or on demand using the MyJoy Radio app for Google and Apple devices. And if you have a smart speaker, you just have to say, insert name here, because I don't want to trigger your smart speaker. Or do I? No, just kidding. Uh, Just say, play Joy Radio, and it should work. You should be able to hear the incredible uh, speakers and ministries that we get to play, plus the music as well. Okay, so I love this story for a couple of reasons. Um, First and foremost, it is a creative way of helping food that may go to waste end up into the mouths and bellies of those who are uh, dealing with food insecurities in San Diego. It is essentially um, a whole delivery system that the Salvation Army has put together 
this is duplicatable. They're hoping that this is something that gets picked up across the U.S., maybe even into Canada. And so the Salvation Army hires residents of its homeless shelters and then trains them to be uh, food rescue route drivers. That just sounds so like superhero-esque, right? I'm a food rescuer. So they go to some of the bigger grocery stores and places that have food that at the end of the day, they would just toss out and they pick up the food and then bring it back and it gets distributed to those who are in need, uh, mainly for a lot of the families and the individuals for the shelters um, that the Salvation Army is a part of. And this incredible partnership actually just hit a milestone this month. It announced it had saved more than half a million pounds of food so far and that every one of the Salvation Army residents who has participated in the program has secured full-time employment and is still housed. So it's just such a great program that's helping those who are homeless get meaningful employment, uh, keeping a roof over their head and feeding other people. So it's pretty impressive just what they've put together. I do hope it is something that they roll out across uh, all of the Salvation Army shelters in North America. But for now, uh, this has been funded by Lucky Duck Foundation and the Salvation Army. So hats off to them. Picking up food that otherwise would be wasted and making sure people have something to eat and a job to complete. When it comes to Canada Day, I've got a lot of favorite things, but just all the different celebrations and events that happen across our country, the free concerts, those are always fun. But it's also great to take Canada Day and take a moment just to reflect because you know what? Let's face it, there's been a lot that's come out as of late that is hmm, maybe things we don't want to celebrate, but there are things that we can still talk about and there are ways to be able to heal and move forward. So I hope that's something that we can celebrate as well, being able to figure out a better way of being uh, inclusive of all when it comes to just some of the painful things that happened in our history. And so uh, remembering our Indigenous brothers and sisters that went before us, the ones that are still dealing with some of those generational things that have um, been traumatic to them and their families. And so definitely praying for them today. And actually, there's a lot of different ceremonies that are taking a bit more of a somber approach to Canada Day, which in some regards, I actually really like. I think it's important for our kids to know all of our history, the good, the bad, the ugly, as that's how we emerge stronger and we are able to be more unified. That's something that I kind of miss. What about you? Uh, When it comes to Canada Day and just dealing with some of the ugliness of days gone by, um, you know, we might not have done it, but we still are dealing with the residual impacts. And so prayer, definitely something that we need to dive into as we celebrate our nation. There's lots to celebrate and it's fun to celebrate, but it's also good to take that moment to pause and to pray. I actually got a message here from Lisa. She says that she tomorrow is going to be going to her church. They're going to be doing a prayer service and afterwards having a big old barbecue. So yes, prayer and fellowship. Can I get an amen? I love it. So thank you so much for your text messages. Keep them coming. 905-338-1250.